Welcome back to the Work Miha podcast, a place for mujeres motivated to cultivate the life they deserve. I am your host, Sochi Carmona, founder of Work Miha, an apparel and accessories brand for Latinas who unapologetically celebrate their culture through empowering and relatable messages. Thank you for joining me and enjoy these inspiring conversations. Welcome. Today, I'm joined by Jalitza Legarreta. Jalitza is the owner of Uvina Skin. Uvina Skin makes it really easy for people to have healthy, glowing skin, giving you back the power of time by scaling down the 10-step skincare routine to get your results in three simple steps with the Uvina Power Bundle, which is designed to cleanse, calm, brighten, and hydrate. I like that word, <laughs> hydrate. <laughs> Using ingredients inspired by tradition and culture. The inspiration of Uvina Skin is truly multi-generational and built from the stories and personalities of Jalitza's mother, grandmother, and great aunts. These were proud Puerto Ricanas who moved through the world confidently, lovingly, and intentionally. I'm so excited to have her here on the podcast today and learn more about her journey. So welcome, welcome, Jalitza. Thank you for having me. That was amazing. Thank you so much for that intro. I'm like in such a good mood now. I'm like, really? Yes. yes, I'm so excited. Also, another Chicago girl. Yes, correct? born and raised. Born and raised. Um, the majority of my time was in Humble Park, very uh, oh, nice. stronghold, you know, the Puerto Rican community. And um, then I spent like my teenage years in Wicker Park. But yeah, born and raised. Love it, love it, and excited to learn more about Jalitza and her business journey. Before we get into that, we like to get a little astrological here on the Work Me Help podcast. So we got to know Jalitza's sun sign, which is your identity and where you shine. And Jalitza is a fiery Aries sun. We love our Aries hefas. It's a fire sign. They are a leader, a go-getter with all the energy to keep going. Sometimes, you know, a little dramatica from time to time, but we also like to call that passion. It's called passion. <laughs> and then her moon sign, which is your body, rules your body and your emotions. She is a Taurus moon. So it's actually kind of funny. Whereas like the Aries is very like, ah, let's go. Taurus is kind of a little bit more practical need for predictability, you know, a little bit more like Let's build something amazing slowly. And let's do this right. Um, they're very <laughs> super interesting because, like I told you, I've never looked into my astrological signs to dis. Mm -hmm. um, but it's interesting that you say that because I am fiery. I make literally life changing decisions at like in a split second. But oh, once I've made that decision, my process for executing it is very practical. So. That hit, that resounded for sure. There we go. Balance. We need balance in our lives. <laughs> and I don't know, just throw you in a little curveball there. The rising sign, which is your motivation for life and or how you can tend to project yourself as. So when people are like, I don't see Aries, you know, in the sun sign, it's maybe you're projecting your rising sign a little bit more, which is still a fiery one. Sagittarius rising, um, also Sagittarius rising myself. So I love that. But I feel like this kind of really comes out in your like marketing and social media because the Sagittarius are the storytellers. Um, they're also just known to be very optimistic approach to life, very cheerful, energetic, fun loving, which I feel like even just meeting you in social media exclamation marks you know i'm like oh me too me too 
I actually sometimes have to like catch myself and be like, did you put too many? Like you nail it. Same, same, edit. <laughs> yes, Sagittarius rising problems for sure. <laughs> Oh my gosh. I love that. I love that. I love just get to know, you know, people a little bit more astrologically. It's um, a little bit more like a radical self-awareness. So I always think it's fun. Hopefully, you know, you'll kind of keep these in mind as we go through our chat. Cause I like to point things out. I was like, oh my gosh, that is very Taurus <laughs> moon of you, blah, blah, blah. But <laughs> thank you so much for sharing that with us. Now, Jalitza, can you tell us a little bit more about who you are, where you're from, and why you decided to start your business? Yeah. So, um, so I, like I mentioned, Puerto Rican girl, born and raised um, over in the Homo Park neighborhood of Chicago. So Chicago and through and through, I've lived here all of my life with the exception of about a seven-year stretch where I lived in Miami. Um, so I'm a nurse by background, went to nursing school um, in Miami and came back home to practice nursing. Um, I'm married and have a very fiery eight-year-old. Um, she's a Virgo, if that's giving you anything. We can get into her details later, but she's spicy. Um, but yeah, so um, that's me basically in a nutshell. And I am... Um, I'm a huge traveler, a huge dreamer, which kind of like rolls into the story of Euvenia's skin. Um, and I also am very practical. Um, I like things, but I like things to work well. I like things to make sense. I like things to be simple, but yeah, you know, um, give me a sense of like overall accomplishment and fulfillment. So sometimes I'm mm -hmm. looking for a lot of boxes that are a little difficult to be checked. Um, and so when it came to my skin, which I never in a million years would have thought that I would have started a skincare brand, like never. I mean, I could have answered yes to maybe some other super ridiculous suggestions people could have thrown my way. And I'd be like, yeah, that sounds plausible. Not this one. It was just not something I would have ever considered. Um, and I had my elaborate skincare routine, um, you know, nine, 10 steps, got to throw on the face mask, sit with the face mask for 30, 40 minutes. You know, it was a whole thing. And it was wonderful and great in time for myself. And then I had my daughter. So it was not going to happen. It was absolutely over. I mean, when you have a child, like just the idea of putting lotion on your body after a shower is like a whole chore. It's like, do I have the time for this? Um, so once I had Scarlett, I started to question where I was spending my time um, and if I was getting the most bang for either time or money with whatever it is that I was doing. Um, and so it honestly was one day I was super frustrated. I was trying to pick which pieces of my skincare routine I could do while I was trying to feed the baby, put the baby to bed, etc. And um, one day I grew super frustrated when I just couldn't find a product that I felt was more all encompassing. Um, you know, like there were moisturizers that gave you moisture. Great. But what about if you like brightened my skin or what about if you had ingredients that also helped with acne, um, or a serum that maybe wasn't oily and can do, you know, more than one thing. Yes. You're giving me some vitamin C, but how about like help with my eyes or a help with calming my skin? Um, so I started to realize that I wasn't going to get that in my products. I tried to search mm -hmm. to buy those products, couldn't find them. And then again, in a matter of like a split second, I was in my bathroom, opened the door, like just 
brought it open. My husband's on the, on the bed. And I was like, you know what? That's it. I'm just going to start my own skincare brand. And he's like, okay, <laughs> hold on. He's very used to these outbursts of like these enormous things that I'm going to do. And so he's like, Oh, okay. Uh, let's, that's what like, what's going on. And I was like, I can't find it. I can't be the only one that wants it. And I'm just going to hire a chemist and I'm going to develop my own skincare brand. And the rest is history. Like I literally started that whole process and it just continued to snowball. That's how Uvenia skin came to be. Um, and it's wild because I um, tell people there were so many parts throughout this process that anybody who's sane would have stopped and been like, you know what, maybe this is, mm -hmm. this is too big or maybe I shouldn't go here. But nope, not me. I just continue to steamroll ahead. Um, and so fast forward two years and here I am. Um, and so Uvenia Skin is um, just the, the skincare brand that I was looking for. It was what mm. I wanted, one, um, as a mom, as a super busy person wearing a bunch of hats, um, and as someone who really loves self-care and loves taking care of their skin. Um, so yeah, so mm. it's basically, you know, a three-step routine. Um, it has a, a cleanser, a serum, and a, and a cream that is just designed to like really love you, um, but allowing you to get back to your day. So yeah, it's been That's awesome. Yeah, like I... I bet there has been a lot of things. I already, I had so many questions. You're like, okay, there's one thing. You're like, I'm going to start a skincare brand. Because my thing was, I was like, okay, so how do we even go about, you know, like formulas and stuff? But you said, you know, you worked with a chemist. I did. So like even starting off with that. So say you're like, I'm going to look for a chemist. Yeah. Google how to find a skincare yes. chemist. Now, yes. <laughs> say you probably find a couple like to you. What were some of the questions that you felt you wanted a chemist to be able to answer or like that it took for you to find the right chemist for your brand? Yeah, so that actually was really hard. I bet. <laughs> Absolutely expected to just throw that search term in Google and just get, you know, all of my answers. Absolutely not. Um, it was really difficult because in the skincare industry, there are a lot of private label companies. And so um, for those that don't know what private label is, that means that you can just hire a, um, a company to just make you a bunch of what they already have and you throw your own label on the container. Um, and there mm -hmm. are actually so many big brands that are on shelves that um, at least I've been informed are like most, you know, like it's common to see private label. You know, it's really, mm -hmm. it's just a way to get out there quickly. I didn't want to do that because I wanted to own my product and owns my ingredients mm -hmm. and have a say in what it was. Um, so yeah, so when you Google, you get a lot of private label companies and you don't really mm -hmm. find these individual chemists that are looking to formulate for you. And even if mm -hmm. these companies say, oh, we can also make you your own formula, we can help you make your own formula. When I've spoken to them, they're still really trying to sell me the private label. Like they're not interested helping mm. me create for you. So um, the way that I went about it is, so I'm a nurse and in the medical field, it is very common for you to be part of an association 
of your specialty. So for example, if you're a pediatric nurse, then you are probably a member of the American Association of Pediatric Nurses. And so that means mm -hmm. that you're up to date on your information, um, you follow what's going on you know, in the industry. And I was like, well, these chemists have to have something similar. And so that's what I found. Mm -hmm. I found their association mm -hmm. and they had a list of their members. And so that's how I went about contacting chemists that were willing to work with me individually. Um, and so the one that I worked with was very focused on um, natural ingredients, naturally derived ingredients, um, was really focused on making sure that products would meet the standards in Europe, which are much more um, stringent than the non-existence standards I've heard of that, yeah. Yeah. So um, we actually formulated two of those standards um, and just was really focused on helping me make sure that we had some active ingredients in there that were um, backed by studies. Um, so it was it was a really amazing process once I was able to find the chemist. Was that a journey <laughs> that took like say how many like chemists did you look at till you found the one? Oh my gosh. Um I don't even, I don't, I'm, I mean, the amount of emails and back and forth and it was insane. I even traveled to Paris to speak okay. with a chemist there um, that didn't work out. But I, I don't, I mean, the number, I don't even know. I, I know when I yeah. came down after I filtered over months, um, I was down to like five different chemists. Wow. And that's crazy. Like, I mean, and that's the thing I've, I've heard of that, like, and like other industries trying to find a manufacturer. And I feel like maybe a lot of those notes kind of come from also, maybe it's like, oh, you're so new, yeah. you're so small. Like we want the big boys with the big Absolutely. bucks and stuff. So th that's a hurdle on its own, yeah. let alone trying to find like the one for so, you. Exactly. Right. Yeah. And that's another thing where like so many people um, lovingly, give you advice. They're like, oh, well, why don't you, you know, I saw this. Why don't you just call them? And it's like, I would love to. They won't talk to me, you know, Yeah. maybe in five years. But right now it's like, yeah, I have to really work within where I am. And it's, it's pretty tough to find, you know, the diamonds in the rough. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh. That's crazy. So that was a hurdle. <laughs> Just to start, say you find your chemist, you're getting the business going, like, and just, you know, just putting the idea, putting the vision and then putting like everything into play. Were there any other like hurdles you felt that or challenges that you encountered that you felt you that you overcame eventually? Yeah. You know, I also don't think you realize how expensive everything is you know, and how many moving parts there are in running a business. You know, there's public relations, there's marketing, there's search engine optimization. Um, there's, you know, it, it goes on and on. And the idea of hiring someone, yeah, that's fantastic. But I literally have gotten quotes from marketing teams and PR teams. And I kid you not, it has been like, oh, $20,000 a month. 12 month contract. And it's like, I, okay. I think one of the cheapest ones that I've gotten was 10 grand a month for 12 months. And it's like for PR or what like the $20,000 was for PR and the $10,000 was for marketing, which I understand yeah. the value. I'm not saying, you know, I get it, but it's just not something that I could do. 
Um, mm-hmm. So I think realizing what you're able to work with as someone who's bootstrapping their business um, and just getting really, really scrappy, very resourceful um, and just trying, you know, to get the word out and see who can help. And so, yeah, I think I think realizing how expensive this was um, was mm-hmm. definitely a shock to the system. Oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah. I know. And especially when you run a product based business, you know, there's expenses that for product based businesses, they're expensive for like service based and for product based capital for just the product alone, especially depending what you're kind of making. That's like a big one. So and marketing, marketing is really important because like there are so many amazing products out there. But if nobody knows about them, what's the point, that's right? Exactly true. Yeah, that's exactly it. You know, and, and the thing is, when you're a solopreneur at that, you know, it gets it can get a little bit lonely, you know, so like you have to be your own hype person. Um, and then you know, you're splitting your day up or, you know, into I don't know how many different sections it's like, okay, from this hour to this hour, I'm going to work on this and this hour to this hour, I'll work on that. And, you know, it goes on and on. So I think in the beginning, even after I launched, you know, what? maybe even until like today, I mean, it's taken me up. Like it's, it's, it's just a constant realization and like regrounding and just taking a look again and again and again and saying like, okay, I'm, I'm moving forward. And how am mm-hmm. I going to do this now? You know? Um, but yeah, I don't think I've really gotten comfortable with it until maybe it's really recent. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. And so like, say starting, you know, you're building this brand, you're even maybe just like, okay, the first thing you're going to do, like, what was your focus for like what you were doing for marketing when you started? versus what was that thing that you really felt that you started doing that really helped elevate your brand? Yeah. So for me, with my initial marketing, it was social media, absolutely social media Um, and email marketing. I did always go in with the understanding that social media, you're paying rent, email marketing, you own the land, right? So Mm -hmm. um, I did, those were my two areas of focus. The issue with social media for me is that it's a very hard for me to show up. It has taken me and I'm sure, I mean, I go back and I like archive, you know, some of those older posts, but if I, show <laughs> no. you, if I were to show you like what I was putting out in the beginning, it took me almost a year to even show my face and talk. Um, it's very, very hard for me. And even we got to see the face. The face alone ska- sells the skincare because the skin it looks great. <laughs> yes, it's um, so that was that was really tough for me. But that's something that I feel I've gotten more comfortable with over time. Um, but yeah, it was definitely social media and um, email marketing for me, and word mm-hmm. of mouth, word of mouth. The other thing, actually, now that I think about it, I also did a lot of pop up markets. Mm-hmm. Um, my first and second year, and I probably will continue to do some, um, cause I enjoy it. I love talking to people. I love testing, you know, how the story resonates, um, yeah. you know, putting a face to the name and I do get a lot of return customers from those markets, but yeah, those are my three areas. Um, when I first started. Uh, that's yeah. I feel like, especially with the pop-ups too, um, 
I feel like seeing the people in person, seeing the product in person, but I feel like, especially in, let me know what you think, like for skincare, I really think there definitely needs, there needs to be an education aspect more so to the skincare than say for like makeup, makeup. You're like, this lipstick is red. I love it. Does it work for me? Whereas skincare, even now still, you know, I feel like that's one where people just still don't get it. They are, uh, I think I saw you put like a post or something like overconsumption and just like TikTok made me buy it. Like, cause this influencer, I feel like it's very different for skincare cause everybody's skin's different. Like you really need that education piece. So I feel like meeting people in person really helps. Yes, absolutely. So it's, I'm not an easy sell and I know that going in. Um, I have to, I have to educate you. We have to talk about it. You know, some people need to learn that, you know, like the fact that I'm a nurse is, is something that's comforting to them. Um, the fact that I hired mm-hmm. a chemist, you know, like they were like, what, what's in here? What, what's going on? How did you do this? You know, where are you making this? Like those things mm-hmm. are important to, to the consumer. Um, yeah. And cause it's something you're putting on your skin as opposed to like a t-shirt, oh, right? I'm just like, I'm a little bit more weird. Yes. A hundred percent. So I know that going in, I bring a lot of water when I'm at markets. Cause I know I'm going to be talking all day, you know? Um, and then people are actually quite educated on skin and skincare. Like mm-hmm. yoga's like, Oh, what, what ingredient is this? Oh, I like that one. And you know, they're able yeah. to like have a back and forth about it. So I do think that they're really beneficial and it does allow me you know, to be in front of them, to let them smell it. You know, that's the mm. first thing people do. They pick up the serum, they pick up the cream and they bring it right to their nose. And I always reinforce mm-hmm. no added fragrances, you know? So there are things that I know that reinforce that I made good decisions. And then there are others and I'm like, oh, I could probably work on this angle in terms of like my education because this person, you know, has such and such. But, but yeah, I, I, I am a harder sell. I am a harder sell and it's a very busy market. It's a very busy Mm -hmm. market. And, you know, especially if you go into like a retail store, you're going to get celebrity backed skincare. Like that's what you're Mm -hmm. on the shelves, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, so I think a lot of people are, are becoming more savvy as to what's Mm -hmm. on their face and and why they're putting it on there. But I, I definitely think we have a little bit of a ways to go. Um, because the beauty industry is overconsumption. You know, we um, we find ourselves in like in a space where they are going to latch on to our insecurity and you know sell us everything that's going to fix it and make our our whole life better. Um, and so the message for me that's really important is I wanted to get away from that. I wanted to one, I want to keep repeating. It's healthy skin, not perfect skin. Like there's no mm-hmm. way that we're not going to have texture or a dark spot or pores or, you know, it's okay. Um, I also try to reinforce, it's not just your product. There's no miracle product. You have to live a specific life, you know, um, mm-hmm. you have to eat well, you have to drink your water, you know, drink a tea or two that never hurt, you know, things like that. Um, but I think the biggest thing for me that I want to like message or sell is really just like, just have confidence in who you are. Like, you know what, we're going to give you back the power of time with these three steps that are really going to love your skin, but also like you're amazing already. No, like Mm -hmm. it's okay. Let's not scale on and and pile it on. Like you're already beautiful. Um, so yeah, Mm -hmm. so that's something that's really, really big for me too. That's funny. As I listened to you talk too, I was like, I love how, 
I forgot to mention Sagittarius risings are very much always on a journey. They're about the journey. So it's funny that you would pick a product. It's a skincare journey. And because especially a lot of people, that's the thing. They're just like, I want a quick fix, zip, zap, but it's drying. It's X, Y, Z, but it, it, it is. It's a fitness journey. It's a health journey. It's a, it's a skincare journey. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, it is. And, you know, I am very much a person who will like sit and envision what I want life to look like. Right. So Mm -hmm. it's, you know, it's what are those other components that make up said life and how am I going to design them so that they bring me, you know, the most joy. Um, and a Mm -hmm. lot of that was really triggered by my mom. So Euvenia is my mom. It was my mom's name. The Mm -hmm. brand is named after her and I lost her, um, I think like 12, 13 years ago. And I grew up with, you know, a single mom. She was literally like my whole world revolved around her. And when we lost her, I will never forget being in her home and just like packing her stuff away and donating it. And it's like, these are the things that she collected, right? But for us, we're just putting them, I mean, aside from those very important, you know, mementos or whatnot, we're putting them in bags and we're giving them to the Salvation Army. And if mm-hmm. you don't realize in that moment that life is not about a collection of things, but a collection of like experiences and love and just like what we really need is so simple, but yet we just complicate it. But mm-hmm. I, it was, I mean, I can like still feel it in that moment. And it's just like, okay, I started to just scale, you know, just my thought process back, you know, it's like, I'm not going to buy 10 of those. I only need two, you know, I'm not going to buy that for what, you know? Um, and it's really just been an overall shift of, of just starting to focus on like those true fundamental things and making sure that everything I do is intentional. You know, I mean, I win sometimes, I lose sometimes. I'm not saying I always get it right, but at least that's where I am in terms of trying to get there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it is a journey. It's so funny that you said that. If my husband were here, he would be like, yes. That's so funny. Oh my God. But I feel like it's also like, I, and because you started this during the like pandemic. Well, here's what's funny. So I actually started building the business in 2019 or actually mm. the end of 2018. So it took about oh. almost two years to, oh, wow. I know, to formulate, uh, okay. to do the stability testing, to make the, the, all of the testing that was required, it takes time. Um, and so it took about two years. So the pandemic hits and I still hadn't fully launched yet. Um, mm-hmm. And so I'm in this situation, I'm like, what do I do? Um, but I was like, you know what? I've been working my butt off for almost two years. Like I I'm launching anyway. So yeah, so I did end up launching in October of 2020 opening. Wow. And it, yeah. And I asked that cause I feel like it almost just made sense in the time that you launched almost like there was like this like vision predictability for that. Basically it would be like a slowdown for people. Cause I feel like everybody's was, is been very go, go, go. And I need X, Y, Z. I need all these things. And finally, I feel like the world just shut down and it's like, you know what? You really don't need to go out every weekend. You really don't need to buy all these things. Look how much money you're saving. You know, the simplicity 
of life. So I, I say this very sensitively because I know that that time frame was also really hard for a lot mm-hmm. of people. And as a nurse, it was really tough for like the healthcare industry. So yeah. I do say this sensitively, but I individually really loved the time that my family, like in my home, we were able to spend together and like how everything just slowed down. Mm -hmm. I, I loved it. I found myself, you know, like everybody else in the kitchen more, um, reading books, watching movies, working out. It was just, I mean, you hit it spot on and like my heart just swelled, but yeah, I definitely think that it coincided beautifully because that was definitely a slower time where we, we can Mm -hmm. look at each other and get to know each other, you know, like a great example. I live, you know, I'm in the city. I live in Logan square. We have the most phenomenal neighbors. We had never met them. There were children that were my daughter's age across the street. We had never, I've never seen these people. And of course, because now no one's going to work, no one's going anywhere. Well, all we can do is just like open up our doors and let the kids ride their scooters on the street that no one's driving on. We met our neighbors. Our kids are great friends. And now they're like incredible friends of ours, which we would have never gotten that opportunity if we were still running from A to B to C to D. And so we go to sleep and do it all over again. But yeah. It, the mm. slowdown was great. It was great. And definitely was a good, good timing for you, Vinia, for sure. Yeah. And so now you're still a nurse and running your business. Girl. And a Girl. mom. No, how? Girl. How? Girl. <laughs> how? Girl, I don't know. I don't know. I really, I really, <laughs> I really don't know. Um, yes. Yes. So I am still working full time. I'm still working full time. And it's, it's tough because I have a very, um, I have an, I have an awesome boss. Um, I'm in a role that I really enjoy. Um, and it's, it's, it's gives me flexibility. You know, I, I, I'm home a lot. Um, so I, I do, I, I do think that there are some perks with that. Um, and then, you know, Euvenia is definitely the baby that keeps me up at night. Um, luckily my daughter, you know, she's a, she's pretty self-sufficient and, you know, her and my husband are able to figure some things out when I'm busy, but it's a lot. I'm not going to lie. Um, there is a lot going on, but I have, I have big dreams, you know, I have big ideas and big wants. And I, I also at times am my own worst enemy, you know, I'm just like, oh, I can take care of that. I got it. I got it. You know? Mm-hmm. And, um, I keep adding things to the list, but, but yeah, it's a, it's a full load right now, but I, I, my husband says to me, sometimes I'm like, oh, I'm doing too much. I'm doing too much. Like I've got to scale it back. And he's like, if you scale it back though, you're just going to find something else to fill it with. You'll then decide, oh, you know what? I have time for this now. I'm going to, uh, you know, strength train five days a week and I'm going to join a bodybuilding competition. Like, I don't know, something ridiculous. But he's like, you're just going to fill it with something else. That's your personality. You love to just go. And I think there is some truth in that, you know, um, something I'm working on, but, but yeah, there, it, there's a lot going on over here for sure. That's an area for you. <laughs> textbook, right? It is. Yeah. Book. And especially where it's like, oh, okay. Yeah. If I'm going to have an activity to chill out, it's going to be like an aggressive, like heavy lifting <laughs> and workout, like, like a 
fire sign needs honestly like i have an aries moon so it's like i very much for me like working out and doing something like that like that's how you get all that pent-up energy out yes and i could never i have zero chill and so if i'm gonna pick up a hobby it's not like oh you know i'm just gonna do this no i'm gonna do it i'm become an expert is there a certification because i want to be certified it's no you're gonna be the best it's yes a, it is to all my Aries heifers out there. You yep. got it. <laughs> I love it. I love it. And so wait, um, will you guys be coming up on three years? So I, we're running your business. I just, um, celebrated two years, uh, at the end of October. So, Oh, yeah, nice. Yeah. Okay. So we're well into our second year and yeah, three years at the end of this year. Nice. That's awesome. And within that time, cause I feel like every year, it's just like a little bit different. There's year one, there's year two, but like with having, you know, coming up on three years in October, what do you feel of everything you've done has been the hardest part about running your business for you? I think the hardest part for me has been knowing what parts I can let go, knowing what parts are of value, you know, because when you're starting, you need to kind of be in it to see mm -hmm. what is really going to move that needle. Um, and so right now, you know, I feel really comfortable. Um, I think I have an understanding, a true and understanding and acceptance of like what I want Uvenia to look like for me. I think I have defined success for me um, and am now very comfortably working towards that. Um, so that's been like, delegating more, I'm hiring contractors to do certain things for mm. me, um, engaging, you know, with, with other services that, you know, I can have them help me eliminate some of the load. Um, but yeah, I, I honestly didn't get there until now. Um, you know, and it's a conversation that I have had, you know, with, with my husband and I say my husband because it's, it's me and him, you know, just kind of like sitting here and going through things. Um, but yeah, it's been, um, I'm a very frugal person by nature. I am a dollar tree girl through and through. Like there <laughs> are certain things that my husband will have to be like, like, do not go and buy this at the dollar tree. You have to go and get like the actual brand. Um, so I'm very frugal and he's like, you can't, do this with your business. You can't treat your mm. banking account, your business account, like your personal account, like you're going to have to spend money. And he's totally right. And I know that, but, um, it's hard to find where, where you're going to get, you know, your value. And so now I am pretty comfortable with the path that I'm on, um, and the, the people that I have, um, helping me with, with things. Nice. Poco, poco. Exactly. Okay. So before we get into the quick lightning round questions, one more question for yeah. you. If you can share, yeah. what goals do you have for Uvenia Skin? Yeah. So, you know, I want Uvenia Skin to become a wellness brand. I um, don't want to stay focused on just facial skincare. I want mm -hmm. to start branching out. Um, I want to be the one-stop shop for people who are looking for simple, effective, safe products. Um, I also want to start um, rolling out 
you know, products that just make you feel good at home or in your skin. Um, but I also see Uvenia being, you know, a small family owned business. My aspirations for it, um, which I know in the time where people are like, I want to get, you know, bought out. I want venture capitalists. I want, I don't, I don't, I don't want that for Uvenia. Uvenia was built um, with the intention of, you know, being a very simple lifestyle brand. Mm -hmm. And a push also was for me to be able to have that lifestyle as well um, through my business. And so I, I want it to grow, um, but I want it to grow with people that I know and have trusted for decades and to just keep it um, as a family-owned business as long as possible. So, yeah, success for me isn't, you know, the venture capitalists. It's being able to pay my bills and support my family and continue to put out products that people will love um, and that they trust. And that would make me really happy. Mm -hmm. Success is happiness. It, it, that's, that's all I'm seeking. That's all I'm seeking is happiness. Making the most value of my time here. Mm -hmm. I love it. I love it. All right. Before we end, okay. got a couple of quick questions. First thing that comes to mind, or you can expand a little bit. Everybody okay. does. So first question, what is your favorite me time activity when you can find the time? Mm -hmm. When I can find the time. Um, I love documentaries. Ooh, what time? So right now, well, the last one I watched was True Crime. I was on a True Crime kick there for a while. Um, I love travel documentaries as well. Mm -hmm. Food. I love chefs and their, the passion that they exude in food. Mm. Um, but yes, it's going to be, it's going to be documentaries. I'll always throw on a documentary. Nice. Or is like, is it the chef's intense energy? <laughs> yeah, it's the, it is the intense energy, but like their passion for it, you know, and it's like to go into that field, which isn't very lucrative, you know, at baseline, but it's like, but I love mm -hmm. this. I have to do this. Like, oh, uh, it's just such an art form for me. And I, I'm a total chef groupie. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Nice. I love it. Okay. Next question. What is the best piece of advice you have ever received? Mm, the best piece of advice I have ever received. My mom, my mom. And I don't even think she knew she was giving me advice. I think she was more like just scolding me maybe in a way. <laughs> But, you know, when I was younger, I was, I was the queen of doing too much. You know, I was, mm -hmm. I was blow drying my curls. I wanted them straight. I was always out in heels every, you know, I was, I was all of that. Um, and there would be times where like, I would do something. I don't know. Maybe she didn't, she thought I put on too much makeup or maybe she thought I shouldn't have blow dried my hair. And she would be like, I, Jalitza, you don't need to do all that. You don't need to do that. Mm -hmm. Like, and. Okay. Mm. And I just keep hearing it, you know, and her rule, her beauty rule, um, was one, love your brown skin. She was the proudest mm. brown woman you'll ever meet. And two, you only need lipstick. That's it. If you have a mm. red lip, you are good to go. You need nothing else. And so whenever she thought I was doing too much, she would always just be like, Julita, you don't need all that. And I don't think I, I got it until I became a mom. But yeah. 
Mm, nice, nice. A little advice from mommy. We love it. Okay, next question. What is a piece of advice you would give anyone wanting to pursue a business like yours? Oh, wow. Um, you know, reach out. Grow your community early. Um, you never know who's going to say yes. You never know who's going to lend a helping hand. And I think you will be surprised more often than not that people are really helpful. Um, people are genuinely or inherently good. Um, and I had a story where I didn't, you know, I was trying to figure out shipping and, and I didn't know where to begin. And the mm -hmm. guy on the other end of the line, when I called the company, could tell that I was wet behind the ears. He was like, girl, please, you have no idea what you're talking about. Um, and so he like was like, he stopped and he's like, what are you trying to do? And I explained it. And he like took the time. We were on the phone for like 25 minutes. He knew I wasn't going to be his customer, but he's, this is no. what you need to do. This is where you need to go, you know? So I think just being vulnerable, which is something that I wish I would have done a little bit more. Um, just be vulnerable, ask questions, reach out. I know I'm an open book. So if you're listening, you know, reach out to me. Nice. I like that. I like that kind of stuck with you more helpful than the city of Chicago business license. Yeah. Department. Oh, girl. No. <laughs> <laughs> they don't want to help you. They're like, you don't know. Any, Sorry. It's so funny because like, and it's maybe it's just a city vibe. It's just a city thing, but going to the post office, like there have been times that I'm like, why would I create a business that requires that I go into a post office every day? Yeah. Like it's such a yeah. environment. It's like, what are you doing here? It's like, I just want to mail my packages, please. Right. Yes, no, oh, for sure. <laughs> I love it. Okay. Next question. What is the best resource that has helped you along your journey? Hmm, the best resource that has helped me along in my journey. My gosh, there are so many. I feel like I'm constantly Googling. Um, your network of other entrepreneurs, they're mm. phenomenal resources. They're great to bounce ideas off of. Um, Facebook groups. Mm. Uh, although I think they can sometimes get a little out of hand in terms of like how many you're a part of and it can True. overwhelming um but a really good facebook group you know can be can be really helpful um and then just knowing like specifically what it is that you need and that niche space to get it and I, I feel like i'm not really giving you much of an answer but it's so hard there are so many different areas but if i had to pick i would definitely say like a facebook group or a circle of other small entrepreneurs yeah those are good ones i think for sure they make a difference um, and last question, where can listeners connect with you online? So share all the social media handles, website, etc. Yeah. So I'm on Instagram at Uvenia Skin. Um, I also am now more active on TikTok, which is fun. Hey. So at Uvenia Skin on there as well. Um, I'm on Facebook, but if you want to reach out, definitely message me um, via our website. Um, so www.uveniaskin.com. Um, there you can read about our products, read our story, learn a little bit more about me and shoot me a message. Awesome. And I will link those all in the show notes so everybody can check them out and check out the products. Honestly, I feel like we are all in general if even if we slowed down it's still like living that busy lifestyle so to simplify it for your skin 
check it out and hopefully you know you guys can you know even review the products too because those always help everybody else sure does awesome awesome well thank you Jalitza for joining us on the work Amiha podcast and for everyone else listening make sure to tune in for all the amazing inspirational motivational hefas and I will see you guys awesome. next time bye for having me yes bye, bye. Visit workmija.com, that's W-E-R-K-Mija.com to pick up your new favorite chingona fuel cafecito mug or our bet on yourself, mija, and no pares, mija, apparel for yourself and your comadres chingonas. Don't forget to follow Work Mija on Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook for fun Latinx-inspired content. Make sure to tune in to the Work Mija podcast and listen to more inspiring mujeres.